0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of um, of a new series called Communities Unite um, and today I'm joined with Macy and, and, and Ben and um, it's going to be really cool because um, it's kind of a mixture today because um, Macy has Crohn's and, and Ben has colitis. Um, so it's going to be a bit of a mixture but uh, within the IBD world today so I'm going to get Macy and Ben to introduce themselves and then we can kind of start sharing our stories a little bit. So, Macy, if i start with you. Introduce yourself.
1: Hi, I'm Macy. I'm currently at uni in central London studying chemical engineering. Started in September, so it's been a big change, but I'm having fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're, 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 enjoying, um, you're, you're, you're enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, ben?
2: Introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Ben. Um, I've got ulcerative colitis, and I'm I'm currently studying psychology at uh, the University of Lincoln.
0: Yeah, well, we're all at uni, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, like, what are, what are you doing at uni, Macy?
1: Chemical engineering. A lot of maths. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm not too good at math, so um like, you, you, you know, when you're at school and they do all, all this algebra, and um, I've no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm
1: the opposite. I'm so bad at English, but I could probably do math in my sleep.
0: Yeah, I'm the opposite as well. I probably, I probably, am <laughs> probably be better at English. Um, <laughs> um I, call, I have to be because when I do a podcast episode like this, guys, I have to write it out, I have to say what we're speaking about, and and. Um, pick a name for the episode so uh, what I do is when we speak about a certain thing I'll, I'll think of what it's, um, it's called I'll probably know what it's called but yeah it's, it's pretty cool um so Macy um when was you diagnosed with Crohn's?
1: It was November 2017 So it's five years this month which is crazy
0: yeah yeah um, I had
1: quite a quick diagnosis which was good it was like the summer of that year that I Properly got ill and then by the November I was diagnosed, which was really good. Yeah.
0: It's good. it's good when it goes really fast, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 I
0: I I I was the same, except from it was October, not November in 2017. Yeah. Um what about you, Ben?
2: Um, oh, I think it was uh be, I think it was also 2017. Um, but I was, I'd been ill sort of uh, uh, maybe four years so I was the complete opposite of you guys Um and it took me so long to get a diagnosis I kept getting pushed away um, and then eventually, I think it was September 20, yeah I think it was September 2017 I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis
0: yeah, yeah like 2017 is the famous year yeah yeah. Um, it, it, it 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 like I I um I got diagnosed in October, but I f- like throughout the year I could tell like like the like it, it was different. Like um, couldn't eat certain things and couldn't mm. eat anything at times and lost lots of weight as well. Yeah. Um, so. I I, like Macy what what did did you have a colonoscopy to get diagnosed
1: yeah so it was um, it was October half term um and I'd been ill so my GP referred me to King's College Hospital um so I went there and I had a colonoscopy and as soon as I'd woken up the like doctor who did it was like I think it's Crohn's disease or um she was like they weren't sure if it was Crohn's or Colitis but she knew it was one of them and then it was like a couple of weeks later that I got diagnosed and I had the, I had colonoscopy and an endoscopy and then a couple of MRIs after that to like double check everything.
0: Yeah. They're not friendly are they? Those.
1: No. Luckily, I, because I was still a child, I was put to sleep. It's like I was under anesthetic. I don't think I could do it awake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. What about
2: you, Ben? Have you had a, a um, one before? Yeah, so I was um, I was at Queen's Med in Nottingham, um, and yeah, I had colonoscopy, endoscopy, all that stuff, and I was also, luckily, I suppose under under the age of, well, yeah, because I was fifteen at the time, so um, yeah, so I was put to sleep as well. Um, I mean, I know I know someone who wasn't, and they said it was a, a quite an interesting experience, so. Um, and I'm sure I'll have to have another one in the future. So,
0: mm. yeah,
2: who knows what'll happen?
0: Yeah, I've, I've, um, I was actually awake for mine. My... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was awake. Um, and um, it went, it weren't very nice, but um, like, um, I, like last year, I actually had um another one, but not it, like it was just um, like, um, like. Um, it wasn't the whole thing. It was just like, um, like you, you're l- 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 not, not the throat one, the other one I had. And um, I had sedation for that one. Um, and I, I, I No, to a lie, I, I didn't have sedation. I had gas and air for that one. And then for the first one, like the, the one I got diagnosed with, I had um, I had sedation for that one. Um, and the annoying thing about sedation is if you have sedation, you have to stay for like, like a while afterwards but if you have um gas and air you don't you can just go home and I, I think both appointments weren't in the morning and I was moody so I, I didn't want to stay um so I had that but yeah um not nice yeah but um do you, like Macy like how are you guys doing at the moment um
1: I'm not too sure I think it's okay I had an appointment quite recently so in May I was put on like a treatment of steroids because it was really active and I'm on Adlimamab which is like one of the injection pens and they upped that as well to weekly and then I had an appointment yesterday um, and I've got to have tests like I've got to have an MRI possibly an endoscopy as well to make sure that everything's okay because I've not had Uh, endoscopy since I first got diagnosed and like I'm at a whole new hospital now as well so they want to just have stuff for their own records which is kind of terrifying but
0: yeah it sounds um yeah like uh, I guess that's the thing about you guys like maybe in a way like um from home and at your um uni because you had to go to a different hospital um and, and and unless um I, I don't know ben if 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 it's if your uni is near where you live or anything but it, it um if it's not it, it must be it's tricky
2: yeah i mean i'm i'm not too far from home but because where where i live my my most local hospitals are either lincoln or or nottingham and i'm i'm living in lincoln so it makes sense because i was at i was at Adam Brooks in cambridge um so I went from Queen's Med to Adam Brooks and I'm currently in the process of getting um, uh, enrolled, I suppose, uh, um, at Lincoln Hospital because um, I've been experiencing some, some. I suppose it's, it's kind of like a little flare up, um, you know, a bit more um, noticeable blood um, and, you know, discomfort mainly. Um, so I'm just trying to get that all under control whilst transferring hospitals pretty much, which is a, a bit of a pain because I'm sure you know what contacting hospitals can be like sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it is it, it's, 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 it's really bad sometimes like trying to trying to try get appointments and stuff and like um like like you may see I, I i I take the um the mirror like you so um I I I I I have it every two weeks. So um it's it's easier I think than having something ejection in the hospital if you can have Mm. it like like at like uni maybe for you or or like at home um rather just going in all the time
1: yeah I find it a lot easier as well than an infusion because it's like over in 10 seconds whereas something else I'm not too fond of needles which is a bit of a problem um but like it's over so quickly I can get past it but like infusions and everything really stumped me
0: yeah yeah like like infusions uh... (laughs) were They are not not the friendliest of uh things, are they? No. Yeah, like I was on infusion before, like but b- before the um um hair I I actually um my consultant said I could have gone on mirror first, but I wanted to go on the infusion first just because I was not long after getting diagnosed with Crohn's, and I wanted to um just be in the hospital just so people could see I'm doing all right and everything and. Um, but that only lasted a year, and then I, mm-hmm. I've been here since. So, but it's good when you get something that's working for you. I think. Yeah. Um. What about you? have uh, Are you like taking any vacation? For your current, um, uh,
2: Not, not at the moment. I'm. I was when I was diagnosed. I was straight away. I was given enemas. Um, they didn't work for me. Um, and then I had um. Then I had a course of steroids and then I had um, suppositories and then I had steroid suppositories. And at this point, none of that was working. And I've always known that um, where my colitis is, it's, it's right at the very end of my, my colon. Um, so it's, I think it's like the last five centimeters of it. Um, so at, at the moment, I know I'm not in need of any sort of infusions or in injections, anything like that um so that's when i transferred to Adam Brooks hospital in cambridge and they basically stripped me of all that medication um and because at this point it was taking a massive toll on my mental health um i was missing school and and just not being able to do normal stuff um and they put me on sertraline for my anxiety which i'm still on and so far that's been doing a pretty good job
0: yeah yeah it's it, it... Like, mental health, I think, gets really affected with, like, what goes on, doesn't it? Because, like, um, like it, it's good not being on any medication. I think that's where most people with IBD want to be because, like, although medication helps us, like, it, it, if we we're in a good place maybe and we're not on it, it it's good. But, like, um, you still get symptoms if you're not in a flare, don't you? Or, um, like, maybe fatigue um, is it's maybe one where, like maybe for you guys if you're you're doing quite a lot of work with uni and then um you get so tired and then like it it, even if you're just maybe writing something or 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 doing some maths macy or something (laughs) yeah
1: yeah Fatigue's like a big issue right now and i feel like because it's getting darker earlier it sets in earlier you know what Uh, i mean yeah i uh,
0: I completely agree. Actually, like I've, 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 I've recently noticed that, like it, it's, like as we're talking now, it's, it's pitch black. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, do you guys prefer it, like, when it was lighter, um, earlier than than like getting dark later?
1: Yeah. because yeah. it it makes you feel more awake.
2: Yeah, I think when I when I wake up first thing in the morning, and I, you know, it's, it's still pitch black. You know, I've got an alarm set for half eight and I'm in, I'm in uni at 10 or whatever and it's like, oh, I don't want to get up because it's still dark out. Whereas if it's light, it's kind of like, oh, I need to get up.
1: Mm.
2: Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I experience a bit of fatigue every now and again. If I've had a, a bad day where I've been to the toilet a lot and I've been losing quite a bit of uh, blood or whatever, then I I can feel a bit more fatigue than normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think blood is not it's not great. Like, um, you, you spoke of, like, an enema um Ben um like um I had one of them last year and like um like it, it's quite funny it, it was before like a Crohn's procedure I was having um just to check things and um it was a week after my birthday so <laughs> on my birthday I was I, I was a bit nervous because I was oh, oh, like I've got some Crohn's next week um and um yeah I had the enema and the and the nurse says um try and hold your toilet as long as you can and I, I, mean, I was thinking, all right, is, is it that simple? Is it? <laughs> um, and then um, five seconds later, I'm, I'm in the hospital bed because you, they, they, you have to turn over for someone to put the uh, put it in. And I, and <laughs> I got someone I know quite well doing it as well. And then, not uh, like five seconds later, um, I'm I'm running to the loo, and then I'm there for about half hour because I don't want to get back up again and go back to the loo every five seconds, um, and what happened was like it's a pool of blood it, it, it was in there and um I probably expected it because um like 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 now when you're used to like have like Crohn's or sort of colitis you're used to having blood like maybe quite a lot of the time maybe it's not every day but uh when, when it is in there you maybe a bit feel a bit down if, if you see a bit of blood in there and it shouldn't be there it, sh- it, it shouldn't be red but um it, it's it, it's a bit um uh, sad isn't
2: it had you had enemas before that
0: no that that, that was my first one
2: yeah I, I remember when I had my first one it was because we we when when I was diagnosed they literally just gave us a box of them and sent us home and were like do these and it was kind of like what you know is that is that it do we not get any kind of guidance um mm. and yeah I, I struggled with those and I know it does. It's so strange. It's like you, you put it in and then it's like instantly you need to go to the toilet. And it's the same with suppositories as well. Um, I think after a while you get used to the feeling and you can kind of hold it off and ride it out a bit. Um, But yeah, they're they're not, not particularly nice. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: I, I laugh about it now because like, like it's funny because another nurse was in the room and he said, um, do you, do you, do you need me to roll the bed to the toilet? And I was saying, roll the bed? No, that, that, that's why I take it, probably longer <laughs> for me to get there. Even though the toilet was right next to the room, but I didn't see the point, the rolling the bed. Because um, um, I could move. It's not like I was like um, a blood cut or something. And that's sometimes in the hospital, I will just move. Because, you know, if you're in hospital and you can't move and you're just in the bed all day and, um that that, that that like like macy you say don't like needles I, i'm the same like if, if if there's something that i haven't had before and i'll just put it in like like if if someone's laying on the bed and they have to have this needle to make their blood flow i'm saying i'm getting up i'm moving I, i'm not having another needle in me <laughs>
1: i'm the same i feel like i've gotten a lot better than what i used to be but still, I can't watch them. I can't watch them put the needle in or anything. Or like when you have a cannula, I can't look at that in my arm. It has to be like covered up. I you know, you just oh no. Yeah, I
0: remember having the first time having a cannula and thinking, what's going on?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when because I was in hospital a few years back. Um, I had a really bad flare up. Um, and obviously they put the cannula in, and I'm not too bothered by cannula and needles and stuff it doesn't really affect me too much but um I remember I think after because I was in hospital for a couple of days um and then one of the nurses came in on like the day before I came out and she said oh your cannula's in wonky and me and my mom just looked at each other and we're like what and because it had been kind of obviously they were putting like antibiotics and stuff in. and it always it kind of stung when they went in a bit, and they were like, "Yeah, it's 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 in wonky, it's not in straight." I was like, "Okay, well, might need to do some uh, retraining there then."
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like candles are the most awkward of things. I think you can possibly have like of a needle, like like I wouldn't look at the candle when they're putting it in. I've maybe mm. talked to the person who's um, <laughs> doing it, um, but I'd rather not just I want them to concentrate doing it um but if I go for a blood test it's funny because I I hated blood tests when I was younger but now I'm just so used to them I will look at it I, I'll, I'll just be into I, I don't know why I, I'll just look at it now because um I'm just I'm just too used to it like um but but yeah I've had some bad experiences with uh with, with blood tests in the past like younger um were, I went to my local doctor's and um, I had the blood test, and um, she did it when I didn't expect it. And I got up, and I think blood was pouring out my arm, and and, and things. And um, she, she said we didn't. She didn't finish it that day, so she called me back the following week to do it again. And and she, she apologized. She gave me a sticker, which like I was like, okay, I'm getting a sticker.
2: Makes <laughs> it makes everything better.
0: Yeah, definitely That's makes. Great.
1: It- the first ever infusion I had, I had an iron infusion and the doctor did my cannula instead of one of the nurses and he couldn't get it into my vein so he tried both like arms, both hands and there was like blood pouring down one of my arms and I was just sitting there sobbing because it was, I was, it was like the year after I got diagnosed so I was quite young and I was just sitting there crying he got it in in the end but it was stressful.
0: Yeah, like, um, I don't, like, it's, 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 it's really, like, it's it's strange, like, how, how things happen and stuff, because, like, I, um, oh, yeah, I, it, it it might, I think this was when I was either, um, I couldn't walk, because there there was a period where I couldn't walk for some odd reason, I, I still don't know why, uh, um, So I went in the hospital for some reason and I couldn't walk and that it wasn't Crohn's related at all. It, it was just for some reason I couldn't walk. Um And because of that, it was either that or it was when I was in a massive flare up with my Crohn's where I went to A&E um, and I had a blood test um, and um, the guy did it wrong. He put it in the right place and I don't say anything because I don't know what was going on. And then I, I, I did cry um um because of it and um he he like it stopped in the end because I think my, my dad said you need to stop you doing it. What were you doing? And um his assistant came and apologised. And in my mind I thought, why do you not apologize? And and then I understand why he didn't because I wouldn't have been happier him <laughs> if he came over. Um, I think, but yes, yeah, silly things we go through, isn't it?
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, um because like um it's it's it's, it's it, I like it when we don't go to the hospital like awfully a lot, but when you don't hear from them, you kind of feel like oh, that's a bit strange. We need to hear from them once in a while.
1: At the, you don't want to hear anything at the same time, you want to hear stuff, So it's like you're stuck in like a crossroad crossroads, which is always a nightmare yeah yeah it's
0: it, it is a nightmare like um i think i have my um my next can my, my I, I have to meet with my um my consultant every year like at least once a year unless something goes wrong with my crones which would be more um than a year but like i have to meet with them in january so hopefully uh everything's all right but um like i've yeah like i i i, I also take um vitamin D I think form of fatigue so um it's hard to see any difference at this time of the year because like you say you you just get tired more alive because of the darkness I think um but um like because since that um like because we're all part of this um I think Sikra or Osikara I don't know what they call it it's either one or the other (laughs) um but do you before that do you did you guys meet, meet
1: many others with, um, with like, Crohn's or Colitis? My mum's cousin's wife has colitis, I want to say. So, like, we knew of it, but I never, because I never really spoke to her about it. Like, I knew someone else with it, and, like, my nan's friend's granddaughter has it as well. So, like, I knew a lot of people with it, but I never actually spoke to anyone with it. And since then, I've actually met quite like quite a few, since joining KitKra, I met quite a few people outside of that that had it as well. It was really weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't think, I, I don't, I'd heard of Crohn's, but I, I'd never heard of colitis. And I remember when they told me, they said, you know, have you, have you heard of Crohn's? Do you, do you have any idea what it was? And I remember sitting there saying, oh, I thought that was like something that old people got um and yeah from from there it was like I joined Kitkra and obviously like Crohn's and Colitis UK and um and I've since then I've discovered so many people that have it but because it's not a you know you can't see it from the outside you don't know um you don't know just by looking at someone you can't just say you know you've you've obviously got Crohn's or Colitis it's and it's something that people tend to keep them to themselves a lot more because it's obviously a bit more personal and um, a bit more private. So, but yeah, I've I've spoken to so many people now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's me, me, me too. <laughs> um, which like, um, it's good. Like, you get to meet new people. Um, like, like we know of each other. We don't speak to each other all the time, but we, we speak to each other sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> which it's good because like, you still keep those connections with other people that have Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, IBD. Um, but I, like, 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 like you, I, I I never actually heard of anything when I was diagnosed. I didn't have Crohn's and I have ulcerative colitis. Um, I, I didn't know what it was. I, I just thought I had some sort of bug that was going to get cured or, or something like, you know, like, like when you're really ill or something, um, but it's um yeah like and like, like you say Ben it, it has no look like um Crohn's colitis um and like occasionally people will maybe judge that like people who who don't know about it and they'll they'll think you look fine or even if you're really ill um they still people may think you look fine or if you're not it's, it's it's the same kind of thing there but um this is why we kind of raising talking about our stories because like we talk about it like because it is hard to talk about isn't it because I'm sure all of us from straight when we were diagnosed we didn't we didn't really want to maybe speak about it at all like to to like um maybe your family but maybe not with people like outside like um your friends or, or, or people like that
1: I really struggled with like bringing it up to people and it's only really been like the past two years but I've actually started like openly talking about it just because I never felt like I feel like I never admitted to myself that I had it and then like I finally accepted my when I was at sixth form my physics teacher had it and it was really and I saw him because I went to school I saw him basically every day and it was really nice to see like someone else going about their normal life with it, because i always felt like it was something that made me different and like people judge me for and it was really like reassuring to see someone else just living with it and that made me want to talk about it more because i would like i would talk to him about it and it just made everything more normal which was really good
0: yeah it, it, it's good when like if you have like um, a teacher or, or some sort who has it too because i you, I, I think it's where really you find like um, like I, I always find you know if I'm saying to someone like for, I I only really bring up my Crohn's if it's necessary. So for, for like maybe more so uh, these last couple of years because of um COVID and ha- having Crohn's or like IBD can make you more vulnerable to catch things anyway. So like in, in those kind of settings, I might say I've got Crohn's. I need to be maybe a little bit extra careful than maybe um some 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 people who 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 don't have it um. And, and and I normally hear like people wouldn't say they've never heard of it. I find that really rare now. Like like people say to me, I, I have not heard of Crohn's. Like I think it's getting more better with like the awareness side of things. That they will either say like yeah I've heard of it, um, or I know of it, or I have a friend that has it. I always get the response like my friend has that, or, or, or and which which is good, but it's still still with their friend has it, they're not going to really understand properly themselves. So it's still hard, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think when I was when I was diagnosed because because I've suffered with symptoms since I was like uh, in year seven, I think it was, um, and obviously I'm I'm like 19 now. I'm technically in my second year of uni because I changed my course, um, so it's like seven seven eight years ago now since I've had like the first symptoms, and you know it took me probably three years since i started experiencing symptoms three four years to actually start talking to people and i was very against the idea of counseling and um whatever and then eventually i was like i just i will do anything to to get some answers or to to get some help so i went through cams um and then i've had loads of help through psychologists and um i've got friends that um do more i suppose official stuff within the ibd community that i'd still speak to on a regular basis that you know and, and now it's like i could happily i could probably happily stand up in front of a room of people and give give a talk about ibd because i'm that like confident in in what i have now and i'm happy to raise awareness it, it's good to help people understand
0: yeah yeah it is because like um like I I I was um, diagnosed last year of school, um, which what, what um like year eleven, so it wasn't that great, not best of times, but <laughs> um like um it was exams time as well, so um that kind of side of things, and um I had to miss certain lessons, but well, the school was pretty understanding, um and and like um like like which was good, I, I in a way I got diagnosed pretty fast, um because um if not I might have, to have more time off which would wouldn't have been a bad thing like it's it's not bad missing but you still have to catch up and I still went in in pain because I knew I had to catch up anyway but um yeah like, like you say Ben I've, I've I've done talks before but like in front of people but I haven't ever like I did um uh, like um I made a um presentation before about about Crohn's and People didn't believe I made it. They they thought someone else made it, not me. Um, and I, I think the hard part when you do a talk is what if you um if when they answer you questions afterwards, like um like um it, it might be very personal stuff where you might not want to speak about it um but like like certain things like blood like like you're not gonna maybe say to the, like um someone every day oh look, I I I got um bl- like I got um bl- bl- blood in the toilet and It's it's a bit uncomfortable topic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Like, do do you guys um, have have any of you guys had um, surgery with your with your Crohn's colitis yet? No, no, I've not had honestly. No, me too. Me too. (laughs) Good so far. It's good we haven't had that. Because do you guys, do you ever, like, um, is that one of the things that you kind of hope doesn't happen?
1: Yeah. Because I've heard of a couple of people, and it's just, like, in a way, it, like, helped them. Because, like, they got it completely cut out. So they didn't have any of the, like, stomach and, like, gut symptoms, but they still had all of the other symptoms. So it was a kind of blessing and a curse like they still got all the fatigue and they they still had to take certain medicines and stuff but it was they had like they didn't actually have the I think it was colitis anymore but okay.
2: yeah I think I'd, I'd be I'd be terrified if if I was told you know we want to want to perform some surgery on you and whatever but at the same time because I know I know a couple of people who now have like stoma bags um and I know that I suppose overall their quality of life has improved um so you know it's like you say it's kind of a blessing and a curse um but I guess the more you like have it and get used to it I guess the easier it gets and you become comfortable with it um so it's you know it's definitely not something that I'm that I would look forward to but if it was to happen i would you know i'd i'd embrace it and because you know that's just that's something that i'd have to i'd have to do and i'd happily do that
0: yeah yeah like i'm just saying like like i think like you see lots of people have have a stomach bag and stuff and I, I, I haven't really met anyone who hasn't had a bad experience with it but but um but yeah it's, it's something i've always feared as well like like you, you don't want it um I think most people have it when they can't go on any more medication. Like all, all the medication they've tried is it's, it's it can't work anymore. Um which um it's yeah, so who knows what the future will bring, but um like if it happens, it happens. Like if it doesn't alright. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um yeah, like like um yeah, um like what, do you guys um like, with, um, like, raising awareness, do you guys, um, do you, would you cast that as a hobby?
1: I'd say so. I'd say it's something that you enjoy doing in your spare time because it's a bit like uh, volunteering, but, no, like, in the sense that volunteering could be a hobby.
2: Yeah, yeah I think I'd, I'd, I'd say so. I don't see why it wouldn't be. You know, it's the same as, you know, if you're, you're I don't know, walking dogs or, or playing games whatever it is it's you know it's something you enjoy and you you're doing it because you enjoy so yeah i'd, I'd say so
0: yeah yeah because i think like more recently you have more maybe i guess celebrities who, who who've started speaking about it like um i think you've got um a street Sh- come dancing like that amy from there you've got um um D- dynamo that uh, um who, who, who has it as well and like um actor called um sasha dewan who's i think um involved with chronicle to care a lot so it, like, you have more people like that who may i guess like we talk about our stories but if you have more wider audiences where it's a bit about theirs you get more maybe treatments even um help her uh, get diagnosed faster as well because mm-hmm. lo- like with you ben it's like you said it, it took a while for for you to get diagnosed and 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 unfortunately some people can't like, like a lot of people do get misdiagnosed as well
2: yeah it, it is a frustrating frustrating part of it because um yeah it's it's like you look you look for answers for for so long um and you know you get because i think for for before i was diagnosed for those sort of three years before it was i was constantly sort of pushed off uh, by by doctors and um just different people saying, oh, it's toilet anxiety or it's IBS, um, which is really frustrating, especially when you look back on it now. It's like, well, it's not, you know, and it's it's quite clear. Obviously, it's very clear to us as, um, you know, people who have IBD, what the difference is between IBD and IBS. Um, but obviously, you know, other people it's not so obvious to. Um, but, yeah, it, it can be frustrating.
0: Definitely. I like with IBS, um Especially, when, I remember at college, and like people with, I um, said, "Do you do you want this uh, milkshake?" Because uh, you've got uh, uh, um, IBS, haven't you? And, and I said, "No, I don't have IBS, and I don't want a milkshake." <laughs> um, but but yeah, like let's think about that. Is there anything that you guys have to um, like avoid, like maybe eating or, or drinking?
1: Not really. I don't really drink caffeine. Like, I- don't have any caffeine at all just because i I used to be on medication that like you couldn't have caffeine on and now i've just kind of because you hear a lot of things about it like messing with people's like stomach and stuff and i was like i just don't think it's worth it to try and incorporate it when i've gone this long without it
2: yeah i think i I'm, i'm the same i don't i don't drink caffeine i don't drink alcohol um i mean and they're kind of not not by you know sort of medication telling me that oh you shouldn't drink this it's just by choice i guess and you know it's just never like appealed to me um and I, I enjoy you know uni life typically you know go out drinking clubs whatever but i i quite enjoy sort of just you know if we go out i'll just have a can of coke or something i'm i'm quite happy to to just chill with that kind of thing and in terms of food the only thing i notice is more greasy food like um if I was to go to like a fish and chip shop for example and um, that can sometimes um not flare me up but it often makes me a bit more uncomfortable the next day um that's the only thing I've noticed
0: yeah yeah I I am the same in the terms of caffeine I don't have caffeine too but um sometimes I think because my fatigue oh it might it might be helpful <laughs> keep me awake
1: yeah
0: um but um, but yeah, I, I can't have that I on. I stay away from spicy foods as well. Um, so I don't eat anything spicy. But I do like spicy foods at the same time. <laughs> um, like um, every every once in a while, I might have a kebab. But I would always love like the uh, the chili sauce. Like before Crohn's, I would tip it. All, I like the sense. So I tip all the chili sauce on it, and uh, I uh, I have a drink every five seconds of water. So <laughs> I always like that. But um, if I ever did now, I wouldn't put it all over. I would maybe dip a chip in it every so often, but uh, but yeah, I, I miss that kind of stuff. But um, caffeine—it's not good to have caffeine as well as like all the time anyway. So we're not missing much with that, except from we want to be more awake. I think. Um, um what other than talking about our stories, guys? Is there what are your kind of hobbies? What do you like to do? Um, other than like maybe uni.
1: I like to bake and I like to like, try new recipes and stuff because my parents are both chefs. So I grew up a lot with like cooking and stuff surrounded me. So it always makes me feel like it calms me down when I'm like stressed over anything. And I just like to do it, which is in my spare time and stuff. Oh.
0: I love that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I, I love my football. I love my F1. Um, know in terms of like if I'm if I'm stressed or anxious or whatever um music's always my go-to you rarely catch me without headphones on um yeah I'd I'd say you know I I do a lot of gaming as well I play a lot and I have I have a lot of sort of my friends I talk to all the time and and I suppose doing I have a job as well um that's completely remote which is perfect for for being at uni and it's not heavy but it gives me enough money to to keep myself afloat while i'm at uni and which is really nice um so yeah i'd say main hobbies really are sort of f1 football um and music gaming i suppose
0: yeah yeah i i i i love that then because um like um with with, I, i like gaming too um um with cooking um actually i um it was quite a funny story because when it was Crohn's and colitis awareness week i think a couple of years ago when i was at college um the chef was off uh <laughs> so i i went in the kitchen and um, me and a few mda staff um and we said I'm, I'm i'm gonna cook some um Crohn's and colitis themed cupcakes and then sell them for a quid and then we'll go we'll, we'll, we'll go around the uh the Cardiff only wants to buy one and um, I said and then I did it because I thought why not uh, and then I've done some cooking time to time um, but um, but yeah it's good that you like that Macy um, like it's, it's a good hobby and and Ben like with gaming I, I like gaming sometimes uh, and football um, do you think football's coming home Ben?
2: <laughs> we, can hope. we can hope but I, I'm not I'm not going to lie I'm not massively confident
0: No I don't, I think, when you come to England, I don't think many people are.
2: <laughs> uh, especially when it's somewhere like Qatar as well. It's not not a place where people are used to. It's not a climate where you know the English players are used to playing. So I think it will be a a bit of a stretch, but who knows?
0: Yeah, I think I think in the terms of um like because when when a World Cup is in, in the summer, um they um maybe have a, a, a long break before they come back, and this time is kind of. That they've played a game the last week and then they're playing one pretty soon so I think they're more maybe fitter to be playing um, in it than maybe past World Cup
2: yeah yeah they're definitely still in their their rhythm I suppose so could play into their hands but who knows it's, it's going to be weird having it over over the autumn winter period
0: yeah yeah but who knows football could be home for Christmas who knows
2: <laughs> it would be would be a miracle
0: yeah it would, it would be really good um, like my, my hobbies are um like football gaming um I like, uh I've got the wall chart up already to put the scores down for the football um I like um I'm doctor who like um like blue blue box in the background you may notice <laughs> Hard to miss um so yeah ho- hobbies really link in with kind of what we do like um even if it's just raising awareness so um it's great to hear you got you guys as uh, hobbies um but before we go I, I just want to ask you guys if you have any like advice or any final thoughts that, that, that you want to say um I'm gonna start with Ben this time then go to Macy's kind of swaps it around a little bit
2: um I, I feel like the one the one big piece of advice that I've I suppose two two pieces of advice that I'd, I'd give is talk to people you know it's it's hard and you know you will you will struggle to start with especially if if you're more of an introvert and you you struggle opening up um it is difficult but if you can open yourself up to people um, and spread awareness, then it's, it's great. And people will appreciate that. And, you know, the more people that understand the, the better really, because then they'll understand you and they'll appreciate you for who you are. Um, And then the second is I've learned that it can, it will get better, but it may also get harder before it gets easier. Um, You know, everybody's bound to have a flare-up at some point um and yeah so it gets better it gets easier but there will be bumps in the road um and if you can get through those then you can get through anything
0: yeah i I completely agree um and and ben because have you been on a podcast since um we did it last
2: uh no i've not been on a podcast i've i've done a few um done a few bits with with a guy called seb Tucknott, who he runs a company called ibd relief um one of the most inspirational people i've ever met um i've met him in person i've done interviews with him um and he is just brilliant and i've done a few bits with him with regards to um getting information and opinions from people um i suppose similar to this but not in like a podcast format
0: okay yeah I, I, I've heard of that so it's 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 really good that you're doing other things as well but 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 yeah thank you Ben um there's some really good advice there as well um Macy
1: I would also say to like talk about it and be open about it and also to listen to yourself because it's a lot and like because you've become a lot more aware of things and I think I used to kind of ignore like parts of my prones because I didn't really want to associate with it but I think now you need to like listen to yourself and just be aware of everything that's going on because it's easier if you're like aware of everything and then you catch it sooner before you properly go into like a flare or anything it's a lot easier to deal with
0: yeah I, I completely agree and great advice there Macy and like um how would how, how you think your first uh, like um podcast went very good I think yeah. it was
1: very fun and yeah. um, it was nice to talk to other people with like IBD
0: yeah 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 I think it, it, it's really fun like um like you can say you've done a podcast now um
1: yeah.
0: so so yeah um well I, I, I thank you uh Macy and Ben I, I'm, I'm glad that you you come in here today and 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 you've uh you've enjoyed it um and I hope you have a nice Christmas and happy new year as well <laughs>
2: Yeah, you too. I'm I'm, I'm happy. I, I enjoy doing stuff like this. So it's really nice to to do this kind of stuff. And I'm always, always happy to to do anything like this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like what you say, Ben, it's two years since we did it. So it's, it's great to have you back again.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been nice. It's been really nice to catch up and uh, give, give some updates and hear some updates from you and Macy. It's been really good.
0: Yeah, well, Macy and Ben, thank you again. And I'm glad you enjoy it. I uh, do everyone. Who's, who's who's um watching and, and seeing us today. We hope you've you've enjoyed it um and even learned some new things um as well. So f- thank you everyone and um hope you have a nice rest of your days. Day, not days. <laughs>